0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sleep Apnea Pathfinders, a weekly podcast for patients, their families, and healthcare providers to share their stories of success and challenges. We are passionate about sleep apnea and its impact on our overall health. Please join your hosts, David and Juanita, as they share their passion on all things sleep apnea. And welcome to the Sleep Apnea Pathfinders podcast. This is our fifth episode, and we welcome all, regardless of the path you are on. My name is Juanita.
1: And I'm David.
0: Today, as we come back around to our social focus on sleep apnea and go deeper into that impact, we're going to talk about some things that hurt us where it counts our wallets and our relationships. Untreated sleep apnea can strain our relationships, cause us to lose wages, and add to our medical bills. So, David, we talked a little bit about why we wanted to do this podcast in a previous episode. What else do you want our listeners to know about our podcast?
1: We hope you've had a chance to listen to our first four episodes. We thought about how we wanted to look at sleep apnea from a number of directions. We wanted to help highlight issues which impact individuals and their families socially, physically, and emotionally. There are many issues in each area, and we've only begun to unpack them. Our fourth area involves the entire spectrum of issues from awareness, signs, symptoms, diagnosis, treatment, and adjustment. We hope to focus on some untraditional issues which are missing from the conversation. One such example was our last episode where we talked about the signs and symptoms. One segment covered how women report signs that are slightly different than men. Women tend to be underdiagnosed for sleep apnea. Perhaps wider dissemination of these differences may help in some small way. We hope it empowers more women to advocate in a different way around their fatigue. We want to remind everyone about the format of this podcast. Our first week, we talk about sleep apnea and the social issues that come up. The second week, we talk about physical issues or medical conditions related to sleep apnea. Our third week, we talk about emotional issues around sleep apnea. That last week covers topics which can range from awareness to adjustment. We hope you enjoy our format and encourage you to share the episodes with your family and friends.
0: Yes, yes. David, I like how our episodes are progressing and connecting the social, physical, and emotional sides of sleep apnea. And I hope our listeners are gathering info they need for themselves or possibly others. And it's helping them along their sleep apnea journey. And once again, I just want to thank all of our listeners. We're glad you're here. And, you know, we're going to continue talking about, um, we're going to shed some light on untreated sleep apnea.
1: So today's topic sheds light on the cost of untreated sleep apnea. Relationships are strained at times as a result of untreated sleep apnea In the area of lost wages, there are times when someone is so exhausted the next day, they have no energy to work and may take a sick day, or if they do show up at work, their performance may not be optimal. If this impact happens over the course of weeks, months, and maybe years, a career may be harmed beyond repair. There are health conditions which have a relationship with sleep apnea. Those medical conditions could result in rising medical costs, especially if sleep apnea is not identified for months or years. Let's take a closer look at our first area around relationships. When one partner notices the other snoring and gasping for breath, they become concerned for the implications to their overall health. The dynamics of a strained relationship start here, with one bed partner trying to convey what they see to the individual. They may not know the extent of the breathing issue, but the bed partner's concerns may be minimized. Those concerns may become amplified as time goes on and may turn into fear and confusion about why the individual is not listening to their observations. What follows sometimes is an ongoing dialogue between the two. The bed partner tries to bring up their concerns in ways that don't lead to their partner shutting down or becoming defensive. Each night that goes by, the bed partner observes these signs and it adds to their fear that more serious health issues may come up. This can grow into a larger disconnect between the couple and the bed partner may feel that their feelings and fears are being ignored. For the caregivers or bed partners out there listening, it's understandable how this can lead to feelings of hopelessness and desperation. When we care for someone, we don't want to see them in distress and watching someone who has issues breathing at night must be frightening. As a patient, I truly believe that we are not able to fully appreciate the depth and scariness of the signs you're seeing at night. I think it's not a matter of acceptance, but more that we aren't seeing what you see. We can rationalize with ourselves that if we're not conscious of it, then it must not be that bad. We oftentimes are willing to tolerate the fatigue and offset it with caffeine or frequent naps. This cycle of trying to compensate for something we're unconscious of takes its toll on our relationship, and this rationalization could cause us to go on for years without connecting the dots that we really need to speak to our physician. We talked in our last episode how signs are oftentimes dependent on the observation of others. We offered a patient tip to set up a camera to record ourselves sleeping at night. This way we can actually see what's happening. The signs and symptoms can be different for each person. The nature of this disorder means that we're in fact asleep while it happens. It's outside of our ability to observe the range of signs. And the struggle for a bed partner to convey what they see is oftentimes met with rationalization and denial. And a bed partner may feel hurt and fearful that their partner is not accepting of their account of what's happening at night. This topic could be an entire episode, but we wanted to give voice to this issue, which may be happening for millions of couples out there.
0: First, I'd like to say sleep disorders, including sleep apnea, can have a big emotional impact on our lives and our loved ones' lives. But focusing on sleep apnea, people with sleep apnea snore and wake frequently, and they tend to disturb their bed partners. I recently read on whywesnore.com, about 50% of all Americans sleep with someone who snores. And because they keep their bed partners awake at night, they can become the targets of resentment. It's easy for negative feelings to mount until resentment finally tears at the very fabric of the relationship. You know, David, I've heard many patients, male and female, tell me, you know, I'm here because I love my partner. Or, I'm here because I've been told this is what I have to do by my partner. You know, whatever the reason a patient would come in to, um, to see if a sleep disruptance is on board, taking the responsibility for our health starts sometimes with a nudge of our partners, but it can preserve a lot of relationships by doing so.
1: A bed partner whose sleep is disrupted may be faced with three choices. One is tolerating the snoring and coping with the fallout that their sleep is being disrupted. Another choice is to implement some changes to the bedroom, such as limiting digital devices after a certain hour, implementing body pillows to help with body position, using blackout curtains to signal the body and brain that it's time to sleep, and using calming scents like lavender in a diffuser. Also dimming lighting earlier in the evening. And lastly, control the temperature so it's around 65 degrees, which has been shown scientifically to align with our body temperatures and circadian rhythms at night. The last choice is one that's more common than we know. It involves a bed partner moving to another bedroom, and this is called a sleep divorce. Some couples find that it works well for them, but one issue that's rarely talked about is how this impacts intimacy. We won't unpack that issue on this episode, But I can see how it becomes more complicated for couples as time goes on.
0: So the stage is set for two people and the outcome of the three decision points that can take months or years to play out. The end result is a strained relationship.
1: Well, Juanita, as a patient, I can tell you that these dynamics are present no matter what choice is made. And couples may need to actively talk about this issue so that both sides can be heard. And oftentimes it's hard for the person who was unaware of their signs and symptoms for so long, really to connect the dots and to take stock of what was lost along the way.
0: Yeah. You know, David, I, um, on occasion I'll hear, and I've heard this many times over the years. Um, well, my partner and I no longer sleep in the same room
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I can tell it's heartbreaking to them but then sometimes it almost sounds like that's their norm because they've been doing it so long. And then, you know, they're finally trying to get to the bottom of their sleep disorder. If one's taking place or if it's the reason they can't share space, it's, it's changed lives. Um, The treatment for sleep apnea has changed lives in many ways. I will say that.
1: And I think to be fair to people who are trying to adjust to treatment for sleep apnea, There are many barriers out there to overcome. I'm a huge proponent of advocacy, education, and empowerment. And for people struggling with sleep apnea, sometimes those things can be difficult to implement in everyday life. But our lack of adjustment or lack of progress gets labeled as noncompliance or nonadherence. For many people who have been diagnosed, it may have taken years for sleep apnea to come into their awareness, It also may take time for them to adjust to what really amounts to a huge change in their lives. To have that adjustment reduced down to terms like compliance or adherence does not honor the difficulty individuals often face and the amount of change that's involved. We definitely want to acknowledge that this is not an easy road to travel. I'm certain that our loved ones are rooting for us to get to the point where we're able to sleep without also struggling to breathe but it's definitely a long road. And I'm sure that some partners are really happy when somebody is able to just get to the sleep center and get that formal diagnosis. So getting to that point is a cause for celebration between the two. But it's really the beginning of their journey and the start on their path to recovery.
0: Absolutely. So. It's, it's their step one. And it's their step one to, to many things. Well, to sleep well, uh, to possibly you know get their health back uh, in a manageable state and, um, bring the, bring the bed partner back in potentially, you know, that's, that's always a nice step, step in the right direction.
1: So we're going to turn to our next point in this episode, and we're going to talk about the impact to our wallet. Fatigue becomes a normal thing for those with untreated sleep apnea, and it's easy to miss work because of that unrelenting fatigue. Because this sleep disorder lingers for months and possibly years without being noticed, issues may show up at work in the form of extra sick days or additional sick days or even excessive sick days, and some people may not be performing to their best.
0: Yeah, David, major health conditions routinely are measured using a term called disease burden, which details both the cost to the individual and the economy through lost wages and productivity. A closer examination of the impact of undiagnosed and undertreated sleep apnea was commissioned by the American Academy of Sleep Medicine and published in 2016 titled Hidden Health Crisis Costing America Billions. The report covered a wide range of topics, but our topic today is is on the lost wages and productivity caused by sleep apnea. OSA is connected to many health issues which affect a person's well-being on a daily basis. The debilitating fatigue from sleep fragmentation caused by sleep apnea on top of those emerging health issues result in unplanned sick days, both for doctor visits as well as an opportunity to recuperate. There are a number of jobs where sick days are tightly regulated and some where the employee could lose wages if work is missed. David, I found a site uh, where people can look up if they're curious about more information regarding this, and it's the aasmorg burden.
1: So there's other implications of taking off excessive sick days. People may be missing opportunities for advancement. You know, oftentimes when new projects come up at work, they may be assigned by supervisors based on who consistently shows up to work. And working on that project may mean the difference between a promotion and staying in the status quo.
0: Well, sure. When we get our annual review, you know, th- things are um, are mentioned that took over the course of the year. And if we have uh, too many sick days or our productivity is down, that will be taken into account. Um, some things that come along with untreated sleep apnea are rising medical bills. Um, It all adds up, co-pays for the doctor visits, co-pays for medications. Uh, People with undiagnosed or untreated sleep apnea were found to utilize healthcare more frequently for various health issues, which share the relationship. Illnesses such as medication-resistant hypertension have a high rate of relationship. Uh, Studies estimate upwards of 70% of these patients have untreated sleep apnea the resulting medical bills for treatment can become a burden. The report found that of the subjects studied 3% of hypertensive patients with sleep apnea treated were able to stop medications. Another 17% were able to decrease their medications for diabetics. In this study, hospital visits were cut in half. I should note that this study was comprised of 506 individuals, and this information has been taken from the American Academy of Sleep Medicine. Well, David, I think those numbers really speak for themselves. Um, you know, when we potentially can get to the root cause of something, uh, all those side effects or anything that it is, it's um, exacerbating can uh, become manageable or resolve.
1: So, Juanita, that's really interesting information. I think the the medical bills have always been something that people who have treated sleep apnea maybe have not connected, that their healthcare costs actually have gone down once they've been treated for sleep apnea. And, you know, for some people, it may be obscured by all of the different medical conditions you're dealing with. Those bills might be so numerous that they really cannot see any relief, but the studies around healthcare costs and healthcare utilization clearly show that there is a reduction in uh, healthcare spending once somebody is treated for sleep apnea. So Juanita, there are some people who have commercial driver's licenses where untreated sleep apnea can be a problem. Can we talk about them?
0: Yeah, we sure can. And yeah, this potentially can be a problem for them. Uh, We know that when someone has a commercial driver's license and say they meet a certain criteria with, um, their BMI, their neck size, if they're, um, they have high blood pressure, if they're diabetic, um, what, what will happen is a physician will look at that and determine if they need to have a sleep study or not to prove if sleep apnea is taking place. Um, reason being for this, because, um, Per CPAP.com, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration attributes 2.2% of all traffic accident fatalities to drowsy driving. People who drive tired, a symptom of sleep apnea, they may not realize how much their lack of sleep affects their driving, So, especially someone who's driving a large vehicle like a semi. Um, I also need to make it clear that here in the United States, every state has their own regulations for people with CDL license. So if someone's curious about that, please find out what the regulations are within your state.
1: So Juanita, we want to recap what we discussed in today's episode. We discussed how a lack of awareness of sleep apnea can put a strain on relationships and the cycle of struggle a bed partner faces when navigating how to help raise awareness. An individual who is hearing these observations may rationalize or even deny what a bed partner is saying. The longer this dynamic goes on, the more strain it may have on a relationship. It's really important to understand that even once a person has become aware of these signs and is able to be diagnosed, the journey has only just begun. This path is not defined by the terms of compliance or adherence, and an individual is undergoing a huge life change that takes time and requires a great deal of support.
0: Absolutely. Uh, I just want to remind people that untreated sleep apnea harms people's ability to work and lessens some people's effectiveness at work. For treated sleep apnea patients, according to the report from the American Academy of Sleep Medicine, 40% decline in workplace absences after treatment, and 17.3% increase in productivity. So that's a pretty significant change with treated sleep apnea versus untreated sleep apnea. And as we mentioned earlier, the rising cost of healthcare, higher utilization of medical services based on medical issues that that share a correlation are costly and a well-recognized part of the debt in the United States. The resulting debt takes away for money in the budget, which could be used for other family needs, such as education or housing costs. Uh, Untreated sleep apnea causes a strain on the household budget, and the report calculated that the average cost is $5,000 a year. The study showed that costs went down once sleep apnea was identified and treated.
1: So the overall take-home message of this episode is untreated sleep apnea can linger for years. When it goes unnoticed, the result could be strained relationships, more sick days taken, lost opportunities at work, and rising health care costs. I hope that by discussing these points, it helps bring awareness of how sleep apnea impacts our lives. If you'd like to tell us where you are on your sleep apnea path, please email us at sleepapneapathfinders at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Pathfinders.
0: Yes. We'd also like to remind everyone listening that information shared in this podcast is for informational purposes only. You should not make any changes to prescribed treatment based on information contained in this podcast. Our next episode will discuss sleep apnea through the physical lens by connecting health issues affected by this sleep disorder. So we'll talk to you next week. Until then. Bye. this has been an episode of sleep apnea pathfinders thanks for joining us and don't forget to subscribe join us again next week for a new episode